0: Good morning, and thank you for joining us again today in this online session. I really appreciate that you're taking time to listen and to give me this opportunity to speak to you. Like you, I'm hoping that we can soon come together in person, I really miss the fellowship. I believe when we do, our coming together will be stronger, better, and with a fiery love for God and each other. On the last two occasions, both pastors Joel and Janet Gave such inspiring messages with the emphasis on unity. I believe it is the word for today, and I would like to add my part to that theme. As has already been said, there is multiplied spiritual power when we are in unity. Yet today there is so much disunity because of friction that polarizes people and separates them into different factions of belief and opinion, and also because of legitimate grievances. I would like to point out that union is not the same as unity. Union is a covenant relationship. This week we celebrate Canada Day, the union of our provinces and our vast mosaic of diverse people as one nation. There are many areas where we do not have uniform opinions and where there is not equal treatment. These are all breeding grounds for a climate of disunity that threatens the union. Union is the commitment to stay together and that Union must be strong enough to overrule and settle the areas where we are not one In the preamble to the Canadian Constitution the Charter of Rights and Freedoms There is a statement of the ideal that is the foundation of our Union as a nation Canada is founded upon principles that recognize the supremacy of God and the rule of law I like that Canada is a wonderful country because together we embrace those ideals. The ideals may be challenged and even discredited by some of our history and recent events. The ideals however are perfect even when it is clearly not a perfect union. We choose not to abandon the union but to reconcile redeem the past and move to form a more perfect union in accord with the ideals which we have embraced. The phrase to form a more perfect union is in fact the preamble to the American Constitution. This phrase contains both the ideal of intent and the recognition that it must be a work in progress. Social friction and fracturing are in the air. It is part of the present social climate, but also being used by spiritual powers to threaten union through the tools of disunity. As believers in Jesus Christ, we should be models to the world around us and to the power of union to overcome the polarizing challenges of our times. I am deeply appreciated for the blessing of being part of our fellowship at Elam. We have stuck together through these difficult times with such a display of love, encouragement, and faithfulness. Although seriously limited, we have tried to use our church community to be a blessing to all, including you that join us through this media. You have honored us with your time and attention. Nevertheless, I believe our joining together in fellowship must be and will be better. There is strength in our union that we will have an opportunity in renewal to draw from. The more perfect union. So a more perfect union, what does that in fact mean? If it's already perfect, how could it be more perfect? The ideals are perfect, but the execution of those ideals depend upon a united approach to the challenge of the day. A union can be made more perfect by facing and overcoming challenges. Even the love of God, the perfect bond of unity can become more perfect by how we live it out in this broken world. Now is the time to make our church union, our fellowship, more perfect. Maybe we can just consider a little analogy about joining together. I have a bit of an obsession with glue. I have just about every kind of glue. Crazy Glue, Gorilla Glue, DAP Instant Bonding Glue, one of my favorites. The whole FlexiO family of products. Epoxy Glue, Shoe goop, Carpenter's Glue, Elmer's Glue, Airplane Glue. There are even some amazing products that I do not have access to. The people that made my kitchen cupboards put them together with a mystery glue that created an unbreakable bond in just 30 seconds if used as directed. I was not allowed to touch that glue since the carpenters were afraid I might end up stuck to my cupboards for life. Why do you have so many kinds of glue, you ask? Well, because you never know when something might break that will need to be stuck together. I've noticed that one particular glue does not always create a bond with all materials. For example, I can't glue the sole of my shoe to the main body of the shoe with crazy glue as it does not bond well with rubber. So I need a glue specially designed for rubber soles. The fascination with glue has led me to ask the question, is there a glue designed to get very different people to stick together? And the answer is yes. There's a product specially designed to bond human souls together in unity. Here's what the apostle Paul discovered in Colossians 3 and 14. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. Love again. Ah, love. Love, 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 love is all you need. Many different kinds of love are sung about. Love is the theme of more than 100 million love songs that have been written. And even modern psalms, 60% of these songs The central theme is love. It is a mystery that even imperfect human love can cause two people to become one, potentially for life. Although human love does not bond any two people, just two compatible people that love each other. Only the love of God can bond a whole variety of seemingly incompatible souls together in an eternal one-body bond. It is God's love in Christ that is the perfect love. It is the only glue that works for here and for eternity. What makes the love of God so different? Listen to what Paul again has to say in Colossians chapter three and verse 12. So as to those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, this verse highlights two necessary components, chosen and beloved, that makes the love of God so different. Incidentally most of those hundred million songs that I talked about actually Speak mostly about loneliness the yearning for love or the hurt by love Jesus is the love of God revealed to the world The perfect bond of love begins with being joined by one spirit to Jesus in mutual love You are beloved the bonding begins by knowing you are loved by God That frees you to love others and to pass that same love to someone else so that they know they are beloved by God But also by you because the love of God is in you Secondly you are chosen This love is like the perfect glue. This glue is not sold in stores You can only get it directly from the manufacturer God and you have to be a registered distributor to actually pass it on the love of God is distributed to those who have a love for God. You are chosen. That says God's love is covenant love. A covenant is a binding agreement. Remember, love is the perfect bond of unity. And obviously, a bond means there has to be a binding together. A covenant is designed to bind parties together, it is a binding agreement. Many get nervous about entering into a binding agreement, but there can be no union without it. There may be limited unity, but no one can guarantee that that unity can survive a disagreement. Every union has law and love as being the binding components. Take the wedding vows. They have mutual promises that define how you intend to live together. Those vows make you lawfully wedded and define the marriage union. When you're in a citizenship of a given country, you agree to live under the constitution and the rules of that country. You do it because it is the law, but also because you have a love for God and country. The love of God is a stronger binding agent than the love of country or human love. Let's think about how we can strengthen our bond with the Lord and with each other. Let me come back to the glue analogy. When I glue two things together I test the bond. I shake it. I pull it apart to make sure the bond has taken. That's called a stress test. When the bond passes the test you have confidence that it is strong enough to last. Covenant love actually grows stronger when it has faced the stresses of life. we've gone through some simple challenges in the past year and a half and it has been a test of our fellowship bond it has been also evidence that the love of God can endure all things if the bond breaks it may have been a good but not a perfect enough bond to endure for some perhaps it has broken but it can be made more perfect most have stuck it out But still, we're all eager to make our fellowship bond stronger and our union with the Lord a more fervent love relationship. So let me finish with what I believe are three simple steps we can take to make a more perfect union. Think of them as the three D's. Decide, direct, and draw. First of all, decide. Not only does covenant love stick it out, it actually gets stronger as circumstances of life cause strength from God to be added to it. This is a strength in the fact that it is covenant love intentional, deliberate, on both God's part and ours. Covenant is an act of will, a decision. We will decide therefore to deliberately align our will with God's that's how we will strengthen our union. There's a right way and a wrong way to make your life decisions Putting it simply, if the direction takes you away from the love of God and the love of neighbor, you're going the wrong way. Paul said, what shall separate me from the love of God? Not tribulation, distress, persecution, not any created thing. I believe Paul said that from experience. Secondly, we need to take charge and direct our steps. Don't be carried away by distraction. Peter's last words, 2 Peter 3 and 17, says, You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, be on your guard, so that you're not carried away by the error of unprincipled men and fall from your own steadfastness. The threat is to find satisfaction, purpose, and importance in some other area that displaces our primary goal, that of the gospel, and places our actions on a shakeable foundation get distracted and place an emphasis and energy where it does not belong so we need to direct our energies in the primary purpose of the gospel thirdly and finally from the verse verse 18 draw from the superabounding grace Peter goes on to say but grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ The covenant love we have in Christ is God making his vows to you and yours to him. It is the legal binding reason for God to commit to his promises and our vow to draw from that grace the support that God provides to those in that covenant. God provides abounding grace, grace that is greater than any onslaught of sin. We trust in that grace. To live by it and depend on that favor of God As Peter goes on to say after you have suffered a little while The God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself perfect confirm strengthen and establish you that grace perfects confirms strengthens and establishes us in life on a firm foundation the grace not only calls us to his eternal glory, but brings us the power that it takes to get there. As we gather again together, let's determine to strengthen our covenant union with the Lord and with each other. We decide to embrace union, direct our love and attention faithfully to him, and draw from his grace as the bond that causes us to reunite in power. Let's pray together. Thank you, Father, for giving us your Son in the new covenant that joins us together in our weakness to your omnipotent strength. Thank you, Jesus, that you made the covenant personal, adjoining together in a voluntary bond of love. Thank you for taking the initiative and loving us while we were yet afar off from you. You searched us out. You embraced us. And Changed our hearts so that we could experience the love of God and the oneness with you and our father Thank you, Holy Spirit that you have come to make our eternal covenant relationship experienced in real time We have come to realize that there is more to our union than meets the eye that the unity with you Holy Spirit of Christ is a mysterious bond that joins us together with a supernatural love that is the perfect bond for harmony Whatever the natural differences, help us to maintain that unity that is in the name of Jesus. Amen. May God continue to bless you in the coming days and until we meet again. We look forward to that moment. And until then, may His grace be your support and help and strength. God bless you.